0: Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Latest polls show Americans oppose defunding the police. The NFL to allow social justice decals on team helmets this year. More than half the country now on New York's COVID quarantine list. Disney World tightens its rules one week after reopening. Also ahead, another Marxist group emerges, but first. New survey from the Washington Post says a majority of Americans reject recent calls to defund the police. 55% oppose moving money from the cops to other social services. However, 6 in 10 support the Black Lives Matter movement. That figure split down party lines, just 32% of Republicans backing the organization. Now, whether Americans know the difference between the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation and the slogan is up for debate. The poll also shows 69 percent of Americans believe black people are not treated the same as white people by the criminal justice system. The survey was taken from a national sample of 1,000 likely voters. 75 percent were reached through their cell phones, which typically skews younger and more likely to vote Democrat. The National Football League will allow players to wear decals on their helmets bearing the names of people killed by, quote, police violence and systemic racism, unquote. A list of victims is currently being compiled by the NFL and the Athletes Union. The campaign will run for 17 weeks through the entire season. This is a major mistake that will alienate millions of fans. It is unnecessary. New York requiring a mandatory two-week quarantine for all travelers from 31 states. Governor Cuomo adding 10 places to his list, including Alaska, North Dakota, Maryland, and Virginia. Just two people died from COVID in New York State on Monday, down from a daily high of 800 on April 9th. New York, however, still leads in fatalities over all. Disney World imposing new rules to slow COVID. Guests are no longer allowed to eat and drink while walking around the parks. Visitors can only consume food and beverage in specific rest areas. In a moment, Marxist groups on the rise in the USA. Right back with that Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, Marxism on the rise. As we reported, the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation is a Marxist group, and its leaders are proud of that. They don't hide it. Well, did you know the BLM Global Foundation leans communist? Not many people do, because the media is afraid to report it. Now there's another Marxist outfit out of the closet, the Poor People's Campaign. On the surface, the group is a workers' rights organization. But listen to their demands posted on their website. Quote, we demand the right to immediate implementation of federal and state living wage laws that are commensurate with the economy, guaranteed annual incomes, full employment, and the right for all workers to form and join unions. That's communism. Guaranteed jobs and wages, that's what they do in communist nations. We demand fully funded public resources and access to mental health professionals and addiction and recovery programs. That means If you have an emotional or mental problem, the government pays. We demand relief from crushing household, student, and consumer debt. That means the government pays all the debts for all Americans. We demand relief from wealth inequality. That means no private property. We demand that the wealthy and corporations pay their fair share of our country's urgent needs around decent and affordable housing, free public education, a robust social safety net, and social security. We demand an end to mass incarceration and the continuing inequalities for black, brown, and poor white people within the criminal justice system. So if you're poor and you commit a crime, you are not held accountable. End cash bail, predatory fines, fees on the poor. When state and local governments are in fiscal crisis, they rely on cash, so people should never be fined for anything. And finally, a permanent, guaranteed, and adequate annual income. That's the second time they mention that. So the Poor People's Campaign, which was started by Martin Luther King Jr., but he was assassinated shortly after the group was conceived, so he didn't supervise it. This crew is now demonstrating all over the USA, It's led by Reverend William Barber, but nobody knows what the ultimate goals are because the group, the Poor People's Campaign, is basically demonstrating for civil rights and workers' rights. But it is important, always, that you know what's going on. Here's the kicker. George Soros donating $150 million dollars to the Poor People's Campaign, and he's not doing that to help poor people. He's doing it to advance Marxism. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it and researching it. For more news, please visit BillOReilly.com, where we give you an honest look at what is happening in this country. In a moment, something you might not know.
2: Free quote by visiting Carshield online at carshield.com/slash Carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with Carshield. Go to carshield.com/slash Carlson and save 20% today. Now, the O'Reilly update brings you something you
0: might not know. In the summer of 1918, a global pandemic infected 500 million human beings leaving 50 million dead in more than 100 countries. One of those victims? President Trump's grandfather, Friedrich Trump. Here's a story based on research for my book, The United States of Trump. Friedrich sailed to America from Germany in 1885, arriving in New York City, completely in debt. After working as a barber, the 22-year-old headed west, establishing a restaurant in Seattle called the Poodle Dog. It was located in the Red Light District. Now, some suggest the Poodle Dog rented rooms to prostitutes, but there's no direct proof of that. However, there were few poodles on the premises. Friedrich Trump made a nice chunk of change in Washington State before heading north to the Yukon during the gold rush. He then opened a second restaurant, the Arctic Restaurant and Hotel, which one Canadian described as a, quote, excellent accommodation for single men. Again, it was hinted some of those men liked female company in their rooms. Grandpa Trump eventually returned to New York City with a load of dough, and he married and President Trump's father, Fred, was born in 1905. Thirteen years later, old Friedrich fell ill and was dead within 24 hours. What was first diagnosed as pneumonia turned out to be one of the early cases of the Spanish flu. The disease would eventually kill 650,000 Americans, about the same number of fatalities from the Civil War, including 35,000 in New York City alone and here's something else you might not know. New York City Health Commissioner Royal Copeland had a message for folks looking to avoid the Spanish flu. His advice, if you must kiss, kiss via kerchief. Copeland believed wearing a silk scarf could prevent the disease. 100 years later, we're told to wear face masks to slow COVID. History repeating itself. Back after this. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly, no spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.